Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Wednesday morning and hope everybody had a good night's rest and ready to start the day off right. Hopefully today we get through the devotion without any uh, technical difficulties. Yesterday I was around the middle of doing the uh, live devotion and the internet decided it wanted to go down. I had to uh, go upstairs, reset the modem and it's still acting weird. I had to call Comcast. They said they sent a signal and Said they found some trouble signs or something to resent some sort of signal, and it seems like it's been working good ever since. But for whatever reason, they decided to just go kaput, and it's been doing that. Uh, I've noticed that several times here lately, and uh, it helps fuel my hatred for Comcast <laughs> even more so. I give them a world to get away from them. They, they, it's outrageous what you have to pay, and it's just, uh, I'm sick of it, let's be honest with you. So hopefully today we can get through this without any problems and uh, get the word out this morning. Let's see who all we have watching. We got uh, Karen Smith, Tracy Little, uh, Amy Oaks-Turner, uh, Karen Smith, Tracy Little, Jennifer Honeycutt, Donna Taylor, Darlene Barker. So uh, that's all the all the names I can see. Looks like there's more than that watching, but that's all the names I can see. So good morning to all you wonderful people out there, and I hope the Lord blesses you mightily on this brand new day. So that's one great thing. You might have screwed up yesterday, but guess what? God's giving you a brand new day to start over. So ain't that wonderful? So don't let uh, yesterday's mistakes ruin today's promises. Ain't that cool? I just thought that up. Ain't that cool? <laughs> All right. I may have to put that on a meme or something. All right. Let's do our Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Oh, goodness, my friends, you know, I always give a little political commentary. Sometimes it's well received. Sometimes I am uh, brought under uh, rebuke because people don't think as a pastor I should be hitting on uh, political things. But uh, I think a pastor of all people need to be pointing out things that we need to be aware of. And, uh, you know, of course, it's uh, absolutely repulsive uh, how Biden uh, has handled these events in Afghanistan uh, and uh, the people who have died, 13 uh, men who have died uh, because of his stupidity. You know, it just amazes me how he wants to still place blame on Trump. And uh, but what they, what they don't realize, he keeps trying to throw out, well, they had to May under the, the last administration. But the thing of it is, see, it was conditional. They had to cross every T, dot, every I. They had things they had to do in order for these events to take place. This moron didn't do a daggone thing. And to hear these men and their families are grieving uh, over the loss of life, and this monkey sitting there looking at his watch. I mean, it's just unbelievable. And uh, I was reading where several, uh, uh, well, see, I think it was a brother of one of the fallen, uh, was screaming at Biden and told I can't repeat what he called him, but uh, I was in complete agreement with him. Another woman, uh, she was um, uh, her uh, post was moved, removed from Instagram, and she was uh, banned on Instagram because she called out this 
current president for the loss of her son, and, uh, and here she's grieving. And now Instagram's trying to say it's a mistake. It's just unbelievable the bias that we're seeing out there uh, in regards to conservative viewpoints and Christians. You may say, well, how do Christians fall into in this category? Well, not only are Christians being persecuted there in uh, Afghanistan, uh, being hung or beheaded or whatever it may be, the an an MSNBC host uh, compared Christians to the Taliban. Now, do you believe that? All right. Now, here this is a terrorist organization committing heinous crimes, executing people, and he wants to compare the Christianity to the Taliban. And nowhere does it say that we uh, are to be beheading or, or killing those who do not agree with us. Instead, we show love, we show charity, we show grace, we show mercy, we show kindness to those, even to those who don't believe the same way we do, even though we don't agree with that, we still show charity and kindness and love to these individuals. And in, in no way at all is could this be even come close to a terrorist action, but it just is indicative of the mentality towards Christianity. And so we have to be aware, my friends, we're going to come under more and more heavy persecution before our convictions as Christians. Remember, it's important to say convictions as Christians. You can say, I believe. Well, beliefs can change. Beliefs, uh, you know, uh, belief, uh, you know, it, it can be, uh, you know, you could believe something one day, might believe something else the next day, but with conviction, that is something that is not unwavering and unchanging. And because of our strong stance against homosexuality, all right, so we don't agree with homosexuality. God's word is clear on homosexuality. Unlike Islam, who throws them off the top of roofs, right? The the benevolent, loving Islamic uh, uh, people and uh, the uh, Koran are are killing those they don't agree with. Don't see that in the Bible nowhere. All right, you know. So we don't agree with LGBTQ. We don't agree with abortion. We don't agree with sinful actions. We don't agree with all these things. So therefore, we are hate-filled terrorists like the Taliban. Is that is not not insane? It is nuts. And that's why I'm saying that as a pastor, well, we've got to call these things out, bring these things to your attention so you can be aware of this. And I think that people are starting to wake up a little bit in regards to what's going on in our world right now. And I'm telling you, I think we're about on the verge of, uh, uh, I don't know if we're going to have a civil war or not, but I think people's had, uh, they've had a belly full of it. And they're tired of being pushed, you know. When I was uh, younger and in school, uh, I got into a few fights here and there. And, um, you know, I did want to fight. and uh, uh, But they, they would push, and they would push, and they would push. And uh, finally, i take all I could take, and i just start swinging, you know. And I think that's American people. They've been pushed, and they've been pushed. They've been taken, and they've been taken. And I think they're just about to explode, and they've had about all they're going to take. So, um, you know, we need to be in prayer and you need to be prepared because we're going to come under more and more scrutiny as Christians. But our country is now vulnerable. Our country now looks weak and we are going to be under more attack with terrorist activity, I'm afraid, as a result. Because that's all these people know is aggressive behavior. And uh, right now we look weak and uh, it's pathetic. And how these men have been treated who have given their lives is repulsive to say the least. Well, let's uh, look at our Bible verse of discussion this morning. We're looking at 1 John chapter 2, 15 through 17. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, 
but is of the world, and the world is passing away, and the lust of it, but he who does the will of God abides forever. You know, this uh, really echoes Romans 12, too, to not to be conformed to the things of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You know, it is, uh, as we were just discussing, uh, how Christianity uh, is now considered uh, or looked at as, as terroristic or, uh, uh, or hate-filled or judgmental. Uh, it is... Um, important to understand that we have been set apart and we are not of this world and uh, uh, it should go without saying but so many people are so worried about affirmation from those within the world they are compromising on the word of God and they're not standing true to their convictions just by the very things we're discussing this morning they want to say that you know if, you, if I to speak against homosexuality alone oh we're just supposed to love we're just supposed to love well uh, you know we are to show kindness we are to speak the truth in love but we are, are not to condone sinful activities it doesn't matter if it's gay straight or whatever we have to stand in the in the face of those things that are wrong and contrary to the word of God and see the world hates the light see they love the darkness you know I've, I've told you all the illustration before if you know if you went to a, an old barn and and turned the uh, bright lights on while well, you see the bugs and the rats scary and they don't like the light they want to hide in the dark well that's what the world wants to do but see a lot of Christians take it to the extreme uh, and uh, to the point of uh, uh, isolationism uh, where you know we have people like monks who uh, or the Amish who want to be secluded and uh, thinking that that's going to make them more uh, spiritual that they think that's going to make them different because they uh, are not conforming to the world uh, or you know uh, you have those out there who are legalists well you shouldn't be watching movies and listen to secular music you shouldn't be dancing and all this bunch of baloney and you know and uh, of course y'all know I went to Tri-City Christian as a kid and hated every second of it I hated it I hated going to school there my sister she loved it but I hated it I hated the rules I remember they would constantly get on me every time my hair would start to grow they, they'd send a note home to my mom and dad saying I have to cut my hair and had to wear a shirt with a collar. We, girls had to wear dresses, and uh, uh, you know, as the, because uh, at that time, particular, that was uh, the mentality uh, that uh, you know you didn't want them Jezebels wearing them pants. You know, that's <laughs> go to hell if you wear them pants. You know, it's, just, it's stupid stuff like that that uh, drives people away from Christianity. I was reading one story where a man was attending a um, Christian college, and uh, he simply put his arm around his fiance all right and because of uh he did that they expelled him from school all right he did nothing more than put his arm around his own fiance says that's the kind of stuff that drives people away from christianity uh you know when uh we, we when the church first started and uh, you know to hear of a long-haired preacher was you know unheard of now it's no, not that big of a deal to wear a T-shirt to preach in. It's like, oh, my gosh, that's unbelievable. You know, of course, I've had people a lot of times. They say, hey, what do you wear? And I say, hey, wear what you want to. And they always come in dressed up, which is no problem. We got people wear suits and dress up and women wear dresses. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But I've oftentimes had people come to the church be like, 
wow, you really can wear what you want to here, you know. But again, that 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 is more commonplace now than it used to. But back, you know, then, 30 years ago, that's, you know, you see, in fact, I remember in high school, people saying, you've got drums, you've got guitars, you know. Uh, you know, that was, even then, that was like, oh, my gosh. Uh, I uh, In fact, <laughs> going back to Tri-City Christian, uh, I remember uh, this guy come in, and uh, he was playing a gospel song on a piano. I'll never forget this. And even then, I was like, really uh he said it's to be played like this and all of a sudden he played it real fast he said that's wrong we don't play music like that and i'm thinking what's that got to do with anything <laughs> you know even then as a kid i mean it's i mean i, I don't know how old i was but uh, eight or nine ten somewhere in there but i was like what what's that got to do with anything you know but uh, but see that's those legalistic ideals that the people think that promotes their their holiness and their spirituality i don't watch tv i don't listen to the radio whoop de doo you know uh you know yes we can spend a little less time from the boob too we can um spend more time on the word or so no doubt about that and uh and again you know even watching television or looking at the internet we got to be aware of what we're watching if you watch something ungodly uh that is uh, uh or evil or uh, demonic or blasphemous yes you shouldn't be listening or watching those kind of things that's common sense but if you you know see that's it a lot of people think that well if i abstain from these certain things then uh i'm you know i'm, I'm that i'm a better christian you know you get a lot of holier than now attitudes on uh on facebook and social media in general you know i put things out there joking around and you're a preacher you shouldn't have said that you shouldn't have acted this way in fact i had a guy one time uh i was joking around or something uh, he was coming he was here to help me something with the house and he was working on something all of a sudden he looked up and i he said you know what i said what he said you're nothing like any preacher i ever met i said was that good or bad he said oh no that's good uh, because i just you know i i, I I just myself, you know, uh, the good, the bad, the ugly, whatever, uh, just myself. But these things are not going to, you know, but the thing of it is, the sad thing of it is, other than a few things that people may abstain from or uh, uh, they, uh, uh, you, there really is not much difference between those in the world and those who are professing Christians. That's the sad part uh, and, and, a, and a sad truth. Uh, is that uh, you can't distinct a lot of differences between uh, those who love Jesus and those who are in the world. We, we've allowed so much of that to infiltrate our hearts, minds, and thoughts. But, you know, look at how we're over uh, inundated with, you know, television and Internet and movies. And, you know, we're, we're, we're up to here with humanistic philosophy and, and hedonistic ideals and perversion. And, you know, you can't even watch a commercial anything without it being sexualized or having to see same-sex relationships or whatever it may be is we get that constantly thrown into our faces and um uh jennifer said they better not go over to the etsu campus there isn't much you want to see over there yeah <laughs> i ain't lost nothing at etsu i went there for a little while and uh before i went to the seminary and don't miss a thing debbie says we are not to love the world or anything in the world if anyone loves the world love of the father's not in him that's pretty clear amen to that miss debbie appreciate that comment but uh, I uh, was trying to make sure I didn't miss anybody else to say anything. It is um, imperative, guys. We don't focus on the temporal things of this world. We've got to focus on the eternal. 
and uh, it is a fight it is a battle not to be conformed to this world you know we 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 want nice things you know we want to uh, to have nice cars or motorcycles or or homes or whatever it is it's nothing wrong in and of itself to want or desire those things but if that's all you're focusing on then that's a problem you know that's why you you got so many people playing the lottery thinking well if i win all this money and then all my problems will be solved and uh and and i'll have everything i ever wanted but you know it's not the material you know i'm not going to say it's not uh wouldn't be fun to win the lottery it'd be awesome you know i would have a warehouse full of uh, crazy stuff i'd have uh, a replica of the a-team van the dukes of hazard car uh <laughs> kit i'd have motorcycles i mean i would it would be uh absolutely it'd be a i'd be a nerd uh in a in heaven <laughs> but i was saying that wouldn't be fun but that's just it see that's not going to solve all your problems see i mean you look at uh those how many people in hollywood have committed suicide they had it all fame fortune had it all and still committed suicide they're talking about chris farley who uh, uh, just days before his death, uh, or even weeks leading up to it, said they, they said they saw him at different churches, like he was looking for something, he was searching for something before he died. And that's a sad thing, you know. I hope maybe somewhere along the way, maybe he got to hear the truth. But see, all the things of the world is not going to satisfy you, are not going to help you. And we got to stand against it. I mean, when you look at the word world or cosmos, uh, in fact, that's where you uh, get the word cosmetics from, uh, I think it's it, you see it's in the Bible 148 times, if I'm not mistaken, and John uses it here 105 times, uh, and so you know it is. Um, we have to be very aware, have to be very careful not to be caught up in these things, and uh, we're going to, have to take a stronger stand against those things that are wrong. You know, it, I think it's no shock or surprise that we are seeing. Um, churches in decline lack of attendance in fact i was uh, reading an article the other day where uh, muncie and uh i can't remember another big church i think it's over in abbey that's a real big church anyway they're they're going back to the um uh, social distancing thing i don't know if we're going to do that at the church or not we may if it gets keeps getting worse we may have to go to that but but anyway i'm not, I'm not putting them down nothing like that but the point is they were talking about how their attendance is almost half of what it used to be. You know, there's here this one big church over in Abingdon, and they said it's not near what it what the the numbers used to be. And I can see it at our church, and I think a lot of people's gotten lazy. They've gotten used to watching at home, and it's not nothing wrong with that. It's why we have live stream. But there there is something about not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together with like-minded believers we need to be there we need to socialize we need to be with those like-minded believers to learn and to grow there's a big distinct difference between watching online and being in person and i think that people gotten lazy i think that people are more concerned about well i'm going to the lake on sunday or i'm going to go riding on sunday and again there's nothing sinful about that but where is your priority are you wanting to put do that in front of uh going to church i mean you've got to uh, decide what, what is most important you know it's like it's travel ball thing and baseball that's great to get your kids involved you know there's nothing wrong with that but it bothers me that uh that they do these games and stuff on sunday and i know parents have to make a tough choice but you know, what are you teaching your kids church is important or ball's important you know i mean i, I that may sound like a, a pretty harsh way of putting it say well don't you you know 
preach at me, preacher, you know, kind of thing. I'm not trying to put you down. I don't think less of you, but, you know, uh, it's just, it bothers me. I ain't gonna, you know, it's not that you're going to go to hell for doing it, but it, it bothers me that people, I feel like people have to make a choice. And your children are watching that choice of what is more important in your life. What is more important in your life? The things of this world, the things that are in it, or the things of Jesus Christ. That's just what it boils down to. Sometimes we have to hear a hard truth uh, to get through our thick skulls. You know, there's people out there who do not take hints. All right, and um, there's a lot of times when I'm trying to be nice and, and tell somebody something that I know they're not going to really like or want to hear, and you could tell it's not registering, and so I just have to just flat out say, "Listen, here's the situation. You know, <laughs> you need to, you need to. It's nine o'clock. I'm going to bed. You to get out of here. You know, kind of thing. You know, people just don't get a hint. Uh, I'm not real good with getting hints. You know, uh, people. You know, have uh, been trying. You know, particularly." Men and women, you know, a woman could be uh, trying to flirt or may show interest or something like that. And guys are stupid all right? because they're like, unless you just come out and say, hey, I like you, would you, you know, <laughs> otherwise guys are like, oh, yeah, she's nice, you know. Well, she really likes you or he really likes you. I'm not sure just pick on uh, on um, uh, the women, but uh, men, uh, you know, it could be the same, the, the reverse of that. And, uh, and, and But, you know, we're like, oh, I didn't know they liked me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we're stupid but the thing of it is though it is uh, uh, we've got to speak those hard truths sometimes that people may not necessarily want to hear and there may they may uh, you know no longer want to be your friend or, or maybe a family member may reject you you never know what the cost may be but God's word says we're going to have trouble we're going to be hated it was a sugar coated and so guys it's time we're going to have to start taking a stand you know we are in a a, a spiritual battle mentally we are in a spiritual battle physically just like his msnbc host uh, wanted to compare christians to the taliban uh, and uh, you know it is uh, imperative that we start standing for what is true and for what is right and if the whole world hate us so be it but we have got to stand for things of jesus christ jesus was beaten for us jesus was nailed to a cross for us jesus died for us and jesus rose again from the grave for us and it's about time we start acting like the warriors the men and women that we are called to be do not be conformed to the things of this world do not love the world or the things in the world the heck with that we have got to keep our eyes focused on Jesus Christ and do what he has commanded us to do. And, you know, we quit worrying about what other people think about us, you know. And uh, because if you notice, a lot of people out there, it is, uh, uh, Rutgers City missed the Fellowship of Church. We missed you too, brother. I'm glad you're coming back. Uh, but it is, uh, you know, a lot of people out there, they, uh, uh, they're too worried. You know, you sit there, you know, if you start, if they say something controversial, they think somebody's not like, oh, well, I'm not trying to judge. Now, I'm not trying to judge. Quit acting like a meek, little milk toast, spineless worm. All right? It, it, we are to judge. God's Word tells us to judge, but do it righteously. So quit, get that out of your head. You know, we have to speak the truth in love. And if somebody don't like it, well, you know, uh, you know, I say I'm being a jerk, but, you you know, we got to show love. But don't sit there and say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm a Christian, I'm sorry. That's the way people act. It's ridiculous. Be have a, Grow a spine, have some intestinal fortitude, and act like a man, act like a woman for Jesus Christ, for God. Start standing up and quit cow 
kowtowing and bowing down uh, to those in the world because you think it's going to hurt their little feelings. Hey, have you not noticed? I don't care what you do. You don't hurt somebody's little feelings anymore. You can't see or do nothing. And at least they're crying and want to cancel you because it's it was horrible. You know, I mean, it's just ridiculous, guys. So come on. Let's not love the world. Let's not love the things in the world. Let's start standing for the things of Jesus Christ. It's what we're called to do and it's what we need to do. So let us pray. Dear Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for your grace and your mercy. Uh, Lord, help us every day to stand for what is right and what is true and stand against the world, but let us stand for you. Help us to serve you. Help us to, uh, to be bold as lions and uh, harmless as doves. Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let me pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I just want to let up a special prayer for little Corbin that's uh, battling uh, COVID right now, that he'll be okay. Uh, Lord, I pray you be with my grandmother, and uh, Lord, I pray you bring healing upon her. I pray you be with Ron Thompson, and uh, Lord, a special prayer for Wendy Lee. Uh, and I know she didn't get very good news yesterday, and I pray healing upon her. She will be done in that situation. I do pray, continue to pray for Kim Penix, and uh, Lord, I just pray for all those watching this morning that you'll bless their day and keep them safe and well. Lord, let us serve you with all of our heart, soul, mind, body, and being. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and girls uh, for watching this morning, and uh, uh, don't forget to tune back in at 7 o'clock tonight, uh, online service only, and we'll continue our study in Deuteronomy, and uh, it's been a very wonderful study, I've really thoroughly enjoyed it, hope you have too, so please join me back this evening, and we'll dive back into God's Word. So just remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.